to write okay today i am talking about someone sent me an email and asked me on twitter about doing uh giving my inputs about what is the situation um in india related to um influencer marketing programs so i had actually been planning to talk about it anyway because there was this article that uh, shefali bhat did on uh, economic times about six things that are wrong with influencer marketing programs and then someone asked me uh, someone from social samosa is doing a report on this and they wanted to talk about the state of influencer marketing in india now there the questions are a little i mean the answers to those questions will be more essay like so i thought this was the best way to talk about it mm, the questions are Mm. Okay. What is your take on the current state of influencer marketing in India? So first of all I don't think that it's a organized thing. So I don't think you can I mean it's not an industry really. It's just it's still something people are just trying out. Uh, and when i say people i mean brands and influencers themselves and pr agencies and digital agencies and marketing departments so there there isn't even a common term where you know you're looking at people as influencers online somebody calls them bloggers somebody calls them instagrammers people on twitter who have large followings and uh, some people call them uh influencers a lot of people don't even know whether this falls under pr or marketing so so that's the state <laughs> basically there's no state no one knows what the fuck is going on i mean obviously that's a generalization there are people who know what is going on and they are moving forward with a lot of interesting projects um a lot of interesting marketing campaigns that they're working with um influencers on there's no definition really of an influencer if you have to get technical isn't everyone online who's like an influencer i mean i get my information from friends and family like when i meet them and they ask them if someone's wearing the new article of clothing i'm like are you where did you get this from and if they say good things about it i'm likely to go and check it out and maybe even buy it that's exactly what happens online like the the amazon story that i did after i posted that people actually went and bought that dress and that umbrella and they they not just that they actually posted photographs of them wearing and using that stuff that's 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 what it's not just saying that oh the brand is paying me so much money so this is awesome i like that stuff myself and i the brand uh, was great in that sense that they allowed me to create a look that i would wear so it wasn't something that they were trying to just push an agenda saying ki ye wala dress bechna hai ye wala umbrella bechna hai they were like okay look this is what's on offer and why don't you you know create something that's based on what you do so i think that was a really really good project for an influencer for the for the brand to allow them to um have that kind of control but there aren't many projects like that i mean 99% of the emails i still get are things like saying oh hey you know we have this i don't know app that's the latest email i got we have this app and we want you to review it and 
we want one blog post we want one fb post we want one post on twitter and we want two instagram posts and like i i wouldn't even use that app in real life why the hell will i do a blog post about it you know and then when you write that to them and say that hey you know this is not something that fits with my brand or the things that i do and some of the responses are like but we're willing to pay you and i get that i mean i get it now some a lot of brands have budgets which they didn't have even 2 years ago but that that's not how you approach it so it's not just about throwing money on the table and you have to find an influencer that fits with your brand or your campaign and you have to work with a range of influencers for a particular campaign it's not just that and you could even have a brand ambassador who's a you know social media or online influencer but reaching that i think would take time so it's not there doesn't seem to be a fixed way on how things work uh, especially in india um a lot of influencers themselves don't know um how they should discuss things with brands how they should negotiate what what the deliverables can be how much they should charge um the other thing that i think uh is uh i don't know if i mean again this is a, it's it's growing it's changing um it it gets better like 2 years ago i remember me and akanksha were talking about it and we were saying that you know i don't know when any of this is going to improve in india and maybe we should just look at working just with international brands and and then we had that conversation in december 2013 and then in 2014 there was this sudden explosion of brands approaching us and saying hey you know uh, we want to work with you and this is what our budget is what do you think this is the latest campaign we're working on and then 2015 was even crazier like i have worked on some amazing projects this year and photography and uh, including you know influencer marketing if that's what it's called so yeah things are getting better but god this is such a long way to go um the other thing is that one of the things that i find really sad is that there's no conversation there's no you know uh, brands or people working in marketing or people working in pr agencies they don't call up influencers and have a conversation with them for a, in most of the cases you should just i mean see i have a certain way that i work and i am especially extremely particular about professionalism and you know not working without 100% advance and if i'm going to spend x amount of time working with somebody and delivering something then there's x amount of money involved it there's always going to be some level of compromise you can't just say this is it and then you just don't budge and i'm not talking about ethics and professionalism i'm talking about you know coming to a middle ground where sometimes you know brands don't know what is involved in influencer marketing a lot of times you'll find one person who works at the brand who wants to work with you but for them to sell that project internally they need your help and a lot of people don't know how to ask for help so you need to kind of help them by explaining what value uh, you what what you're going to do is what value it will provide to the brand how it will uh, help with the marketing and the thing is a lot of influencers themselves don't know how to articulate and i'm one of those people i to to a large extent i can articulate but you know it's not it's just like saying that what what are the numbers you can't just look at numbers you also have to look at how strong that influencer's voice is who are the people that 
follow that influencer or listen to what they have to say you could have you know you could have a very targeted audience that an influencer has and that audience could be small but it could be very very targeted so you need to think of these things and even as you know as as an influencer you need to look at are you really providing value to the brand or are you just you know talking about something on social media which is why i'm so insistent on get me to photograph hire me as a photographer the blog and the twitter and everything else is a no brainer that's how i showcase my portfolio anyway so and then it's it's all this this whole state of oh come and review our restaurant or come and review a product or do a review for this you can't review something unless you're an expert like how do you how do you review a watch it's pretty are you serious that's you you're not reviewing it you're you're saying that this is a pretty watch that's that's not a review stop calling it a review choose your words and it's see because as a reader when i read your blog if i see that you have reviewed a product i i want to know that okay you are for example a watch expert and you know what's gone into that watch how the dial was made what how many hours it took to actually create that who created the design and i want to know those things and i assume that since you're reviewing a watch those are the things you're going to talk about um i've seen uh, recently started this fragrance of the month section on the blog and i i've i'm i'm really interested in fragrances it's not just are you acha perfume you know you talk about the properties of the perfume you talk about who created it how it's relevant to the brand how you like it how you supposed to wear a perfume i like doing that so i if 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 a brand approaches me and says hey we want you to review our watch i will clearly tell them that i don't review watches i can wear it i can pho- get myself photographed while i'm wearing it and i can say oh pretty watch shiny yay and yeah i mean i i'm not a watch reviewer i'm not a I'm not a food reviewer for example I can go and eat at a restaurant and say oh that's awesome that was my favorite dish and the ambiance was great and the lighting was lovely and the service was fantastic and mosquitoes were not biting and I can say those things so so that's that's collecting experiences and then you know people in my friend circle might read that and be like are you know this is a new restaurant I've never been to this place let's go there that is the influencer marketing bit that you do not saying i'm reviewing you know a new product every day and i'm blogging about it and not disclosing that this is what i am doing and the brand has paid me or has given me a meal for free the disclosure thing is a huge problem i think because there are people who are bloggers who are journalists and they don't accept money to write about certain brands you know and so as bloggers who or as an influencer who is charging money from a brand to write about their product there needs to be disclosure you need to write in your blog post that this brand hired me to experience their product or their service it's cool there's no need to feel that oh my god i've charged money you know your readers will appreciate you for that and i think the blame lies on both sides that i think pr agencies and brand should encourage that because it increases trust even for the brand i mean people who buy your stuff will are more likely to trust you saying are you know this brand is so cool that they they're saying that they hired this person and that person had this experience with the brand and this is nice i like this nobody likes being deceived and it is a form of being deceived when you're not disclosing that you were paid to do a certain project with a certain brand so these are I mean these are some of the things and like I said it's like the answers are essay type answers and um uh okay there was another question 
what are the major issues faced by influencers in the current scenario again most of it is just like what i said it's uh, again it's applicable to a lot of industries in india professionalism is a problem brands don't have clear guidelines on how they would like to work or you know what what is the measurement on how are you deciding what the roi is that if you're working with an influencer what are you getting out of it how is it relevant to the brand and a lot of agencies don't know how to articulate that or how to put it down in numbers how to qualify it and maybe even quantify it and it's the same thing with the bloggers or the influencers they don't really know how to say that okay you know this is my reach what is reach how do you define reach there are no industry standards it isn't even an industry people are still finding out it's like are i can't see anything acha this looks nice let's do this so there's still a lot of experimentation going on which i think is great there's a lot of participation from both sides and got it's so much better than the last two years and this definitely it is growing i mean it's it's growing people are getting a little professional but it, there has to be give and take on the both sides there really has to be conversation because as an influencer i don't know what's going on with the pr agency or with the marketing agency and with the brand i don't know what the brand goals are there needs to be a brief there needs to be a brand brief like you would give a brief to any other vendor that's working for the brand so you give a brief to uh, you know an influencer there's so many times i've worked on projects where i'm the one who's suggesting to the brand that there should be a hashtag like are you serious you don't even have a hashtag and you're doing an online campaign with a you know an influencer that's that's ridiculous it is i'm like i said it is getting better but yeah i've had experiences like that <laughs> the brand didn't even have a hashtag i had to say acha what about we do this hashtag you know oh okay okay this looks nice let's do it so you know and maybe the next time when they do a campaign they'll be like oh yeah last time we didn't do a hashtag let's do a hashtag so we all move forward like that it has to be a collaborative space it's not that you know i'm i'm not an enemy of the pr agency or the brand and i'm not being saying that no this is what i do and otherwise i'm not going to do anything there's always going to be compromise on both sides it's like any other industry you need to work together to find middle ground so that both can move forward this whole naming and shaming i think i've done it too and i i i mean it it's been done at a point where things weren't so clear so i i feel bad about it but that's how you kind of move forward i mean it's it's cool i have still worked with brands that you know screwed it up the last time i'm sure i screwed it up with brands and that's the thing you have to give feedback how are you going to improve for the next assignment otherwise there is no feedback cycle there's no feedback loop nobody wants to come back and tell you oh you know we would have liked it if you had kind of done it like this instead of this see now the project is done so the next time if you're going to work with the same brand and the same agency there needs to be feedback so that you can make it better and similarly they should ask influencers for feedback and say okay you know this is what we are thinking what do you think and then then you take it from there and then once the assignment is done then another feedback loop there is no feedback loop generally it's like okay this is our budget this is what we want to do the influencer does it uh, you know payment is made deliverables are done end of story till the time you know 3 months later they want to do something else with you that's not the way to grow for both parties so if you're an influencer ask for feedback develop a relationship with somebody at the brand who is candid enough to tell you that hey you know what you fucked up so the next time you don't and you know people people are hesitant in saying that oh you didn't do well here or this is not what we expected ask them ask them two three times goad them into telling you you can't hold it against each other this is not 
personal feedback this is business feedback it's about money at the end of the day so if you are delivering great value you will get paid more and the way to deliver great value is that you get feedback and then you work further on that and um, yeah okay so basically this is what it was on what is the state of uh, you know influencer marketing in india and then that article so yeah it says anybody can be an influencer which is true anybody can be an influencer but you can it's it's a very you know it has a very low barrier to entry like wedding photography but who is going to who is in it for the long haul who is in it for the long run who is able to uh deliver results consistently over a longer period of time so yeah anyone can become an influencer but how many of those people stay influencers how many of those people are able to do the work how many of those people are able to bring that value to the table for the brand and for themselves so yes anybody can be an influencer i mean anybody can be with a camera as a photographer like that but who is in it for the long haul and i think that's what you need to do when you're setting up relationships and you know there are people who were influencers 5 years ago and brands worked with them and there are some brands that still work with them even though you know those people have no influence at all anymore they don't have they don't blog anymore they have a blog but they don't blog anymore the blog hasn't been updated in 6 months i mean that's not sure they still have some influence obviously my parents have some influence on me on you know i go and meet my friends they have some influence on me but who are the you know people who have a strong influence on me who are the people that i follow online for example and people who do it consistently are more likely to have my trust and you know have credibility with their audience instead of someone who's not posted in 6 months and i'm not talking about one off cases where something happened and they are not able to do it that's that's different but you know people are, you need to be it's you need to be relevant who are the people who are still trying new things constantly working with brands and so you need to figure that out and it's easy to say i mean i can say the same thing anyone can be a pr agency i mean what's the big deal but that's the thing unless you have a conversation uh, influencers have a conversation with pr agencies and pr agencies invite influencers for conversations you never going to figure out there's always going to be like are but you know pr agencies don't do this are but you know bloggers are idiots so it's not moving forward then okay so that was one point and someone saying loyalty what loyalty um to make i'm 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 going to read from that to make things worse these self proclaimed influencers aren't even faithful to one brand per day uh, you see a user tweet about garam masala gadgets and couture fashion in the same day and ask yourself if she's a wonder woman it's even more questionable when they do it with brands in the same category well uh i i understand what that is but influencers are people okay and people consume different products and brands in their daily life so i could be talking about garam masala at one point because i just cooked something with it and i would be talking about my camera after that because i am preparing for a shoot tomorrow and then i could be talking about shoes because those are the shoes i'll be wearing while i'm at my shoot tomorrow these might not be brands that i'm working with right now i might have worked with them in the past i might want to work with them in the future so i'm mentioning them and it might be that i am working with a brand on a retainership and you know they send me shoes and they're paying me and i'm wearing their shoes because i do wear those shoes while i'm shooting so yeah i guess i'm a wonder woman but what do you mean by loyalty 
I would recommend that you look at loyalty in terms of the value that is being provided to the brand and whether that is being done in a deceitful way, in an ethical way, whether disclosure is being provided, whether the influencer is providing value to the brand. And if, if the influencer is talking about three brands and those three brands are receiving value from it, then I, I don't see a problem. See, unless you're hiring somebody as a brand ambassador and the person is endorsing the brand, then yeah, ideally you would like that you don't have them endorsing another brand, especially in the same category. I mean, I'm, I'm a photographer, for example, you know, if, I, if I'm photographing for, um, if I'm photographing for, I don't know, a, a shoe brand today, for example, I can photograph another shoe brand tomorrow. I mean, what, what loyalty are you talking about? I'm, I'm going to photograph the, you know, whoever, whoever's paying me top dollar and who is professional and who's nice to me. So yeah, if there are three shoe brands that are doing it, I'll photograph those three shoe brands. And I might have a contract with them saying that, okay, you know, I, I won't blog about one particular shoe brand till that other one is already done and it's been a month. That you can discuss and that's why you need to have contracts. There are so many influencers who have no idea what a contract is. Even if it's just an email and there's a mutual agreement, that's fine. But put it down clearly. What are your deliverables? What are the expectations? And yes, brand loyalty is dependent on what form of contract it is. If you're a brand ambassador, then yeah, I think, you know, if you're working with a particular brand, then you work with just that brand for that whatever period of time the contract lasts. And for the, you know, extended period that you have two months, three months or whatever. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like making uh, hay, what? making hay when the sun shines. Yeah, I mean, so it, it works. There are brands who are willing to do that. So it's not just, you can't just blame the influencers and say, Are kya ho if the brands are okay with it, then what's the problem? <laughs> okay. Um, influencers can be influenced. I will, no comment. Content is king is tanking. This is tanking everywhere. It's not just uh, influencers. This is tanking on uh, literally every platform. So yeah, I mean, in the like I said, who is in it for the long run? And people who are in it for the long run will generally create good content. Generally. Mm, trending can be and is being paid for. Absolutely. This is nothing new. It's like, it's like you know, when traditional media is paid for articles to cover events so you want a you know news story on page three you pay a certain amount of money the newspaper also sends a photographer who will come and shoot and publish the photos the next day so that's paid for too so that's trending that our page three is trending so this is also their trending yeah people brands write to me to say that can you please tweet this we need 15 tweets over three days this is what we'll pay you and yes i can disclose hashtag brand partner so i'm getting paid for it and if that helps in trending then yeah sure there have been instances where brands have created bot accounts that I'm not, again, as long as there is disclosure, ROI is missing in action. Uh, the article says with a trending hashtag, you might reach out to lakhs of people, but ROI is in the engagement. Absolutely right. And for a reach of lakhs, the engagement is usually not more than 100 to 200 people. True. Even for the reach, there's no numerical way to justify the numbers. Hey, Priyal made that comment. Hey, Priyal. <laughs> um, yeah, no ROI starts getting on their nerves eventually. Well, obviously, before you know, the strategy turns into a formality. Since the marketer is only allocating 1% of his digital budget on the program, his worry becomes proportional to the amount spent. Um, yeah, also because it might be the first time that they're working on something like this. So there's always a learning curve involved. And unless you're going to do a project, it's hard to uh, know what 
the technicalities involved are unless you have a conversation prior to doing the project, which very few brands do. Oh, wow. There's so someone is, there are pro tips to resolve this marketer choose wisely use well. Well, yeah, that's like, and that's true for every industry. Yeah. Influencer stop spamming. Absolutely. Don't even start. Forget stopping. You should not even start doing that. And if you are doing that, please hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored, hashtag brand partner, whatever works for you, please disclose because you need, you need that credibility and trust in the long run. You don't want when you tweet that people are like, Are you know, she's just doing an ad, ignore, mute, mute, mute. What's the point of that? Then of course, yeah, it's a waste. And not only is a waste of, is it a waste of money for the marketer? It's also a waste of your credibility in the long run. Nobody likes spamming. I mean, I subscribe from newsletters that I'm forcefully subscribed to automatically every day. So I do unsubscribe and then I mark them as spam. That is option is now even available on all other social media networks. And um, I don't know if a lot of people use it, but I, it could increase in the future because the amount of spam is just insane. Agencies start providing measurement metrics. I think this is this this could be key along with having a conversation measurement metrics and what are you measuring and over what period of time you're measuring that that is important and i don't think the onus lies only on the agencies whether digital marketing or uh, pr but it also lies on influencers because at the end of the day when you go to an agency and you're meeting with them you have to tell them what is the value that you're providing and some of that value can be qualitative yes absolutely but a lot of it also has to be quantitative. How are you going to quantify saying that, you know, this is what I'm doing. These are the deliverables. I'm making X number of tweets, which then went on to, you know, I, I engaged with these many people who responded to these tweets and these many people retweeted it. So that is engagement. And I, I think till about a year ago, there were options where you could do that uh, uh, as an agency, but for an individual blogger to be able to do that after the assignment has been done and delivered is hard because there were tools that provided that, but they were like seriously expensive. And so many times it's happened with me that the agency comes back to me after the project is done and dusted after a month saying, oh, can you share numbers with us? And I'm like, huh? Like what? You, you know, you, you should tell me beforehand. So that then I can plan for it accordingly and then charge accordingly. And if there are tools that agencies are using internally, then please use them and tell us, give us feedback that there needs to be that feedback loop. Okay. So I think, yeah, that's it. That's the article. And Hey, uh, Saloni, I hope that kind of answers your questions. I don't know how long is it? You have to listen to me 26 minutes. Okay. Thanks for listening people.